Hey, Maddie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I was wondering, do you have uh, that candle I love in stock? The Peppermint Prosperity one? Oh my god, that one's so good. But no, I was thinking about that other one that I love. You mean like the Rose Self-Confidence Love Spell one? Oh, that one smells so good. But no, that the other candle you make that I really Ooh, love. Oh, you must mean the Spiritual Healing oh Candle. Oh my god, yes, it's so pretty. It is, it is. It's got all those herbs in it. Like, it's all made to promote spiritual healing. We've got lemon and lavender. It smells like a fucking lemon and lavender cake. It does, and it's so pretty too. I love that Thank candle. Thank you. Yeah, um, and if you guys like candles, Maddie makes amazing candles in her shop, Peace, Love, and Tea Leaves. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Amber, where can I find... Okay, listen, where can I find your triple moon stuff? Because, like, I'm obsessed. Oh, well, I've got... Um, most of my triple moon designs are available on two different sizes of mugs, mm -hmm. as well as a bunch of different uh, t-shirt colors or uh, hoodies. I love my mug I got from you, dude. I literally love it. Like, it is the perfect size. What'd you get? Like, it's 15 ounces, I think. Yeah. And it's the perfect morning cup, like, oh, for coffee. I, I understand. Plus, it's fucking gorgeous. It's purple, dude. Oh, my God. Yes, that one is beautiful. I love the Magic Potion mug I got from your shop because... It's a magic potion that I drink in. It's my favorite. I love it. I'm I so know. glad. Well, you can find um, Amber's merch um, at Amber's Etsy shop. Yes. Um, so if you guys want to support the hosts that make this show, you can visit our shops and peruse our wares. Um, my stuff is available at www.amberisthecolor42. That is a 42. Etsy.com. And you can find herbal teas and all sorts of things at peace love or at www.peacelovetealeaves.etsy.com. Thanks for sitting with us for a spell. And now for a word from a fellow indie podcaster. Hey, creepy people. This is PNW Haunts and Homicides. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Cassie. Together, we explore stories of the paranormal and true crime throughout the Pacific Northwest. For each episode, we do a tarot reading to help us gain some insight on the topic as we share the facts of the case and our interpretations. You can find our episodes featuring true stories from infamous cases such as the misdeeds of Boeing, as well as lesser-known true crime cases like the murders in Tunnel 13 as well as our spooky stories from Pike Place and Raven's Manor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you'd like to listen. Have, Have a, a creepy, creepy ass day. Hey, everybody. I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches Talking, Talking Tarot. And today we are bringing you a tarot episode. Major Arcana says, what? <laughs> we are going to talk about the first seven cards in the Major Arcana. So, I say, without further ado, let's get down to the fool. Maddie and I both love this card. This the is my fool. favorite card. I love Actually, this is one of my favorite cards. And yes, I say that about every card, but yeah. I mean it for real. Really? This, this is, is one of my favorite cards. I love it. The fool, he's, he's, going, he's starting the tarot journey. He is going off on an adventure. He's got his pack on his bag and his dog by his side. 
And he's is that not a dog? looking down at his feet. Yeah. Well, this is Gollum, but traditionally mm-hmm. he's got a dog by his side to show loyalty, like to represent loyalty. You know, I love that about my Game of Thrones deck because there's a dragon. Yes, it's Tyrion, and I like. I like why he is the fool in this card, because in this card, he is going down into the dungeons or whatever where Daenerys had locked the dragons away because they were getting out of control. And he's releasing them, and he feels that call to the dragons. But the thing is, um, some might say that's a foolish move. They could totally eat the fuck out of him. So instead of a dog, there's a dragon on mine, and I love that. Well, and on mine, it is Frodo setting off on the journey to save the world and some mm-hmm. might have said a hobbit saving the world that is a foolish journey but it went okay and that's the thing about the fool card but who knows how it's, it could have gone who knows how it could have gone but the fool card represents setting off on a journey mm-hmm. slightly unprepared yep. because you don't know what the outcome's gonna be the dragon could eat you or you could or you could get save the lost. world or yeah, you could or save, you could the, save world. the world. Yeah, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. But the next part in the journey is the magician who, like, he's the master of his own destiny, guys. So in my deck, it's actually Littlefinger, and I'm not a huge fan of that portrayal. Well, I'm not a huge fan of that portrayal either because I do love the magician. It is a card of power. A lot of people see it as a card of it manipulation. It let me go. ha, <laughs> ha. I mean, for sure, because, you know, it's, in my deck, it's Gandalf, and he knows what he's about. He's got shit to do. But like you said, it can... the master of his own destiny. Being the master but of his own destiny, but it is. can also represent manipulation when you're being, when it's reversed, it can re- represent manipulation, because you're no longer in control of your own destiny. You're yeah. letting somebody else or control right. you. Which I do, like, you. if you don't mind me touching mm. it, <laughs> I do like that Gandalf is the magician, because... Gandalf low-key be controlling everything. Like, he, yeah, he, 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 he be manipulating He manipulates things. a lot of stuff. Yes. He does, for his own good. Well, not for his own good. For the, for the good of all. Like, Dumbledore. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to compare. I'm sorry. <laughs> I realized as soon as I said it, I was no, like, I, I mean, you're not some wrong. people up. Like, but you're not wrong. But at the same time, like, Gandalf did not know that Frodo would... Die. Succeed. Oh. He had no idea if Frodo would succeed or not. He just knew that Frodo was the only one who had a chance. Mm-hmm. Because all these other people that were powerful, mm-hmm. they might succumb to the power of the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Frodo was one of the only individuals who had the Purest possibility of, of not succumbing. Mm-hmm. But whether it's Gandalf or Littlefinger, the idea behind the magician card in the journey Mm -hmm. that tarot takes us on, because if you pay attention, the tarot deck in and of itself and each suit, it takes you through a journey. It really does. does. A journey through your life. It does. It really does though. Because like the magician, you are the master of your own destiny, right? And then you have the high priestess. I actually, I love this card. I wouldn't say it's my favorite card, but I love this card. Because the the high priestess is all about following your own intuition and believing yourself. Following yourself, like you said. Following yourself, knowing yourself. Because like... Confidence. Yes, exactly. And, and, And not just confidence, but the ability to take that confidence and make something of it. Does that make sense? No, who, who is the betrayal in that one? Uh, in this one, this is Galadriel, one of my favorite Lord of the Rings characters. Galadriel, 
who if she had the ring, she would be a dark and powerful lord. That's like my favorite fucking scene. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I know it's like five seconds of the movie, but god damn, she's so powerful. So the Red Priestess is mine in my Game of Thrones deck. I don't hate it because she's the priestess powerful. and she's extremely she powerful. She brings Jon Snow exactly. back to life. She trades one life for another. Yeah, that and was really shitty. Though. It was really shitty. She, but like again, it shows that like that journey, right? In the, the magician, you have you're manifesting your own destiny, mm -hmm. you learn how to mm -hmm. like manipulate all this these parts of energy for your own good or the good of others, however you so choose, because it all depends on you as a magician how you work that magic. But the high priestess, she steps in with that wisdom piece mm -hmm. and that knowing yourself piece and that directs your energy differently. So even though as the magician, she could take the ring for herself and be the dark and powerful Lord as the high priestess, she knows the best thing to do is give Frodo the vial of light that will help him through his journey because she follows her intuition and she knows that the best way out is through. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was like, the night is dark and full of terrors. Exactly. <laughs> no, I just like, love it. I'm sorry. Like, we love our tarot episodes, guys. We are witches talking tarot. So the next card in the major arcana is the Empress. I do love this card. She's this is all about feminine, feminine power, feminine yes. energy. Now, yes. notice how I say power and energy. I don't say fem like it, it can. Right. A man could be the Empress. Yep. You know what I mean? It's all about balancing that energy and it is about yes. balance in life it's about uh, it, it has that same aspect as the magician I and the high priestess I'm no man yes being Sorry. in control of your life and Eowyn. this is uh this is uh Daenerys Targaryen and she's heading towards west send a raven to Westeros cuz she's taking these motherfuckers on a big ass boat like she's yeah. she's on her way Eowyn, she is no man she will fight and she will win the fucking war. I love that because she is going to war. She's taking back the seven kingdoms and she fucking killed what's-his-face. Yep, she killed the king of the Nazgul. Or I could not find my card. It's in oh, here somewhere. Yeah, I know no, it is. No, you're good. The emperor is number four in the major arcana and he is... He is the counter, not the opposite. The counter. He is the counter masculine energy. Masculine energy. Having that balance when it comes yes. to the masculine energy. Right. In my but deck, But also it's... taking control, mm -hmm. leading things. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, think patriarchy without the hidden agenda. Patriarchy without the toxic masculinity. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. And uh, my, in my deck, it's represented by Jon Snow because... Who else takes the fucking lead, dude? Right? This yeah. Jon Snow. And in my deck, he, the Emperor is Aragorn. He is the ice and she is the fucking fire. Exactly. As the Empress, the perfect balance. Right. Holy Just shit. Just like Eowyn and Aragorn. And I wish they had gotten together because, sorry, Arwen, but Eowyn is no man and she saved the motherfucking world. Sorry. Um, I am a Lord of the Rings fan. But let's real quick. Talk about how they are counter to each other, but reversed. They mean imbalance, both of them. Yes, they do. They both completely mean imbalance. like Too much whereas, masculine versus yeah. too much feminine. Right, or, whatever. right, too much masculine. Like, so the Empress reverse can be either 
too much feminine energy or not enough mm -hmm. feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And the emperor reversed can mean too much masculine energy or not enough masculine energy involved in the situation mm -hmm. or the person that the card represents. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the cards represent a person and sometimes they represent a situation. Um, but I think it's like very, uh, these cards are really good balance to each other, but each on their own, like the Empress, like Maddie was saying, we definitely feel like this, con not control, taking of power, winning of things, owning your own realm. Whereas with the Emperor, it's similar, but not the same. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like these women are actually going to war. They're taking but the emperor, he's almost got a more gentle hand when he is involved in the usurping or controlling of power. Well, and I think that's why Jon Snow is such a fantastic fucking uh, person to be. Yeah, I know. That's the, why I like wanted to point that out. Yeah, but just, sometimes when it was it's something that is when it's reversed, it now. can fuck you over, and you can be Caesared. Yes, absolutely. And Julius that was why I wanted Caesar. to bring up the reversals. But as we were talking about the reversals, it dawned on me the whole, like, these women, they are taking their power by force. Um, they are using their force or their power to enact change in their world that they think is necessary. We will break the wheel. That's right. And these men are doing the opposite of what the world expects of them. Mm -hmm. And they are taking their power in the manner that's least prideful, most mm -hmm. uh, helpful to the, like, the greater good versus the good of themselves. Mm -hmm. I would say with both of these guys. I mean, Ar Aragorn could have stayed a ranger out on the plains. Jon Snow could have stayed in the Night's Watch. Or he could have gone across the wall. Mm -hmm. You know, they chose... A harder path because that's what was best for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And that really embodies that emperor. Uh, that uh, the, the emperor is the best kind of male energy. Mm -hmm. And the empress is the hardest kind of female energy. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the best. It is definitely like the hardest. Does that make I sense? I like that. No, I like because, the way like, you're explaining it. That's the difference between the high priestess and the empress because I always have trouble finding that fine line of difference. And that is the difference. The high priestess, she is relying on her own inner stuff to like mm -hmm. help manipulate that which is outside. But the empress is saying, fuck that. I'm a fucking empress. I will rule this shit. Mm -hmm. I will take it by the balls and I will fuck shit up. And that is not the Empress reverse. That's the Empress energy. Like that is the Empress right there. I will take this life by the balls. And so when it's reversed, she's not being hard enough. She's not going hard enough. I'm sorry. I'm having all these revelations. No, right no, you are absolutely right. I have right. always had so much trouble with the Empress High Priestess. Wait, What's do you think it's that she's not being hard enough, or do you think it's that she's being a little too hard? Because maybe the, both. Because with the in Emperor, reverse, it's imbalanced. So with, either way, with the Emperor, he's being gentle and compassionate, and he's able to rule in a way that may not be uh, stereotypical for a man, but mm -hmm. reversed. He's not... He's overly stereotypical yes. for a man. Yeah. And I think, like, the Empress reverse would be either of those things. Either she is not taking the world by the balls enough, she's being a little too meek, 
you know, the meek will inherit the world after everybody else is done with it, guys. That is such a shitty quote. I'm sorry, it is guys. A shitty I'm quote, sorry, guys. But, you know, I hated it when I heard it when I was like 27, but now I'm 39 and I get it. The meek will inherit the world after everybody else has ruined it, which is why you kind of got to grab shit by the balls and get shit done when you want it done. Like, that's why Daenerys said, I am going to go take this shit over. That's why Eowyn said, I'm not letting everybody that I love fight without me. I will go out there. And when the Nazgul said, no man can kill me, she said, bitch, I am no fucking man. I will fucking kill you because you have come after what I love. Because you know what? When it comes down to it, women are not scared. We are mama bears that will protect what is important to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that is what the Empress embodies. So when she is out of whack, she's either not doing it enough or she's doing it too hard. Mm -hmm. When she's imbalanced, she's the perfect mama bear. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. Do you agree? Like, this is just no, a revelation. No, I totally agree. Like, I totally agree. Because, like, comparing it to my Daenerys uh, mm -hmm. deck, she's going to take back the seven fucking kingdoms. Right. She's, she's going not going to let anything step in her way. Mm -hmm. She's going to do it. And she does get reversed eventually because mm -hmm. she loses sight of, you know, the right balance of Mama Bear. And Tyrant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, you guys had a revelation with at least Amber, if not Amber and Maddie. Hey. No, I totally, I totally feel it right now. Like, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Because, like, that, I have that. always had a hard time telling what was the difference. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, well, I, I, I totally hear you. Like, because that they're so similar. They are so similar. Because, like, the Empress is that feminine energy. Mm -hmm. The High Priestess is that feminine intuitive energy. Well, I have to say the next card is actually not like my super big favorite, which the would Hierophant. The Hierophant. Now, this is all about um, being learning through experience and then being able to teach and share what you've learned through experience. Mm -hmm. um, it could also represent you uh, some, finding a mentor, somebody like to mm -hmm. look up to, but it's all about spiritual teachings and just teachings in life. So when yeah. I think of the Hierophant, I always think of an older person, a wise woman, a wise man. Well, and like the Hierophant, like really represents religious structure mm -hmm. in the, in the, in like in the regular writer weight deck, uh, in the original tarot, he's represented by the Pope, which is like the ultimate, uh-huh. Religious, religious structure mentor right yeah. and so the Hierophant re represents religious structure as well as learning through religion mm -hmm. or if he's reversed it's about not taking in everything mm -hmm. exactly it's yes. about being careful who your mentor is exactly or who talks to you. because the Hierophant like is it um Varus in your it deck? is Varus yeah okay. the the um the print what do you call it? the something of whispers the Lord of Whispers. The Lord of Whispers. Because he's uh, constantly listening. He is. He, he knows. Is. That's why his hair is so big. It's and full you know of what? secrets. Wasn't it if Tyrion had listened to him, he wouldn't have caused a problem or something? Yes! If okay. Tyrion had listened to that motherfucker, Daenerys wouldn't have done what she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, again, the Hierophant's not always bad advice. but Sometimes he is, it's good advice and you don't listen to it. Sometimes... Yes, exactly. But 
So it's, it's wow, all about I love appropriately the... judging. I'm sorry. I have to say, I, again, I lo- it makes me love this deck even more because I love... I didn't understand why he was the Hierophant until we just said it that way because he gives all this advice. He gives all this he, advice. Exactly. And when well, he finally gave advice... And you know what? That makes me understand why Tyrion is the fool right now because honestly... Tyrion should have fucking listened to the Instead, he Instead, he fucked everything up, and he was the fool reversed, where he went off on a journey that he knew nothing fucking about, and he got a bunch of people killed! I, I'm See, okay. The fool taking it back yeah, to the Yeah, let beginning. me just say, like, I'm okay that Daenerys turned out the way she did. I just wish they had, like, more seasons. <laughs> I'm okay that I she... I do. I want to see what happened with them White Walkers and shit. Like, also, I wanted Jon Snow on the fucking throne because it would have been ultimate character arc. Well, bastard. It can't, can't be more fucking, Kit Harrington on this Hell screen. yeah. Ah. But literally, bastard to fucking king of all of Westeros. Oh my god, yeah. It would have been the most amazing character arc. Oh, I'm sorry, Seriously. guys. Seriously. But also, fix are you seeing... George R. R. Martin, you gotta fix this right now. Are you guys like, seeing the character arc through tarot? Are you following the story? Right? And, well, and this is why I have to say, this is why if you're getting into tarot, I personally think the best way to start is with a fan deck because you know the story and it's such a good way to just get to know the cards. Well, I'm honestly, I'm going to have to say the only reason I have understood the story that Tarot tells is from the writer weight, like doing my research into all of it. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just my personal recommendation because like, yeah, fan decks are great for learning. Don't get me wrong. For learning. Yeah. But like, understanding the story that the tarot deck takes you through the journey that it goes through mm-hmm. i mean like research rider weight like it's really interesting it's really interesting i've never been see. a fan of that deck well i mean rider weight is these are rider weight decks they just don't have no i mean art. i'm talking about the art yeah i'm not I'm talking not, about the know. art i'm talking about like that's what these decks are. These are Rider weight decks. Most people use Rider weight tarot decks because that's what most of the tarot in America is based off of, is that deck from France and whatever. And I don't like the art at all on the Rider weight decks. Um, I do like the symbolism in the art on the Rider weight decks, which most of... These uh, artists they, try they to mirror. follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, do, they try to mirror it in ways. I do think that uh, fan decks can be used in um, to your advantage. Yeah, no, they're great cards. for learning tarot. Like mm-hmm. they are great for learning the individual cards, especially mm-hmm. when it's got like the picture on there. Can I because rant you for can minute? fucking like yeah. One of the things that I hate the most is when people um, take random pictures and put them on the cards. <laughs> I wondered why you gave me that side eye. Were, were you not referencing that Facebook thing? I no. totally was. Okay, I mean, I not just that, 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 but I looked but through. I looked through the rest of the deck. A different, yeah. Oh, and that. tell me why. I was actually offended by this. I don't think this person listens, so I'm not going to say any <clears> names or anything. But I was offended that the five of cups was a dog taking a shit. That was that was the art for the Five of Cups. The Five of Cups. 
does that make any sense at all? No, that, I'm trying to, to me, understand. it's somebody that's just putting random art on a, on a card, calling it a card, and then trying to sell it to people. Yeah, that's what that How is. the fuck does that go with the Five of Cups at like, all? Okay, so the Five of Cups is two of your cups <clears throat> are spilled and three are still empty or something like that, right? And the Five mm -hmm. of Cups is like knowing that like it's the you have to move card, on yes. from a situation that was not serving you. Right. It's the grieving card, the lost card saying, damn, this hurts, this sucks, but I know I have to move on. Because in my deck, it's Cersei Lannister and she's crying because her and children are, are dead. dead. Right. But she's you still know? got two cups. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Up, right? She's still the queen. Queen. She's right. still got Jamie. Right. Oh. Damn. I know. And now for a word from a fellow indie podcaster. Hi, I'm Sean McCabe. And I'm Carrie McCabe. We are, well, married, obviously, <laughs> but we're also obsessed with the darker side of things. True crime stories, alien abductions, poltergeists. If it leaves you scratching your head and keeping those lights on at night, we want to hear about it. That's why we host the podcast Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie. Every week, we bring our listeners a true story guaranteed to send chills down your spine, from history's most brutal serial killers to the mystery of spontaneous human combustion. Yep, lots of these stories leave unanswered questions behind, and you'll get to poke through the rubble of the evidence with a hardened skeptic and... Someone whose mind is more open to fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> The show really feels like just kicking back with us at home and chatting about monsters and tragedies, but having a few laughs along the way. Just like we'd be doing if the mics were off, frankly. <laughs> you can find Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie wherever you get your podcasts and on social media at Ain't It Scary. Come play with us. Forever and ever and ever. Okay, well, this on tear on YouTube it'll be a two-parter, and the rest of it'll just be back together. Okay. Anyway, it, just, anyway. it really bothered me that that was That's a card because it's yeah. a, it's offensive, first of all. But maybe yeah. I'm just being sensitive. But also, like, that has nothing that to has do. Nothing with to do. And I, I think it is it truly just me. somebody you know, taking like, a random yeah. art picture and putting it on a tarot card mm -hmm. and saying this is a tarot card in, yeah. in an effort to market to, to an audience. Right, and mm -hmm. and then it it doesn't help anybody who's trying to learn understand it any better. No, not at all. They're like, oh well, that's just a shit. That's what that card means. It's just a shit. But like, a. None of the cards are just bad guys. Like no, they're not. They're not just they're bad. Not just bad. Stuff going on. And it is a really saddish yeah. card. Excuse me, but it's also isn't it a card of like moving on mm -hmm. from what you need to move on? I'm from? just like I'm so annoyed when I saw that. I almost screenshotted it and sent it to you, but I didn't know if you thought that would be me being just ridiculous no. because no, because I get me, it because. That's why I laughed when you gave me the side eye, because I was like, I know what the fuck fool card well, you're talking about. Oh, that too. That yeah. too. But like... I assume it's the same. It is. It is. I'm not going to show anybody. I'm, I'm going to... It just... It really bothers me, because I feel like nowadays people just put any sort of art they want on a tarot card with no... They, you don't even have to fucking know what the card means. And that's what bothers me, too. Because, like, I've literally researched. I've read, like, four different tarot I'm books. I'm sorry, as Five well of as, Pentacles. Five of Pentacles. Uh, that's still, which, again, it still doesn't make sense. And that is actually sense. what I thought you said at first was Five of Pentacles. And it almost made sense. Except, I no, they truly 
do not understand. I guess I get that one, but like... No, why is... That's stupid. Why has he got George Washington's head? <laughs> Money, I guess. Uh, anyway, it just... Uh, to I me, mean... I do like the death card, though. I mean, I guess. I Yeah, but... Mm. See, it's just, to me, it's just somebody mm -mm. putting yeah. random shit. No, like... The random. Empress, that's... It. You know what? I'm slightly offended. I'm I'm super offended at that deck. I'm yeah, being like let's be clear, they just they just put it's random just for art. money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like shock value. Oh my god, I have to have that. That's crazy, yeah. and I don't appreciate it from the standpoint of being like not just a professional tarot reader, but a professional artist mm -hmm. and writer. And we plan on making a tarot deck, and mm -hmm. it's like. You know, we're actually doing research into, like, what the iconography is mm -hmm. and what the meanings are. And, like, so we can put stuff out there for people that will, like, help elevate them. Mm -hmm. And this is actual divination. Like, you do you realize? You know what? Soapbox for a minute. Sorry. When you're playing around with this shit, guys, I get that you're irreverent. That's fine. But do you realize this is divination? This is a connection with the divine. You are reaching out to your ancestors, to your spirit guides, to your fucking angels if you practice that way, to God if you practice that way. This is you reaching out to the motherfucking divine and you're making a mockery of it. I'm so glad I, you are. I mean, I'm not like, saying I'm glad you're offended. <laughs> I'm just glad that I'm not the only one that's upset by that. Yeah, because it you are really making a pissed mockery. me off. It, it's, it's connection with the divine. Divination. If you look up the definition of that word, I'm sorry. Like, I've never fully felt those feelings. Well, and that's not the first time. Like, yeah. you and I have had the conversation. Mm -hmm. and when someone has also, no idea of the definitions and they just copy and paste a picture. Right. And then they say, this is what that means. It fucks up. It fucks with people who are trying to learn the cards. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not yep. the best energy in the first right. place. Because all you're seeing is, I'm going to try and get money, money, money from somebody who will buy random right. tarot cards. Or when you're doing it for shock value and you don't know what you're doing, even if you do it right. Because you sent me that screenshot and you were like, I knew people were going to eat this person alive. I knew alive. people were going to be And upset. I was like, you know what? What they said makes goddamn no sense. Because they didn't because understand Because they didn't understand the, the card. But they're selling tarot decks to people. But I was like, I understand why this picture works because here's how it works. And here's the, you know, we're, sorry, we're trying not to give detail because we're not trying to mad shit talk somebody. But at mm -hmm. the same time, this bothers us as professionals. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm going, oh, I get why they use that person as a model for this. Mm -hmm. But here's why they did that. Why didn't they just say that? Because people would appreciate that interpretation. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it's, strictly for the shock value. I it think. was strictly for the shock value. And I think because they truly don't understand the cards. I agree. So they were like, oh, this is what it is when it's really. No, this person was being portrayed on the full card because they fucking set something in motion that changed the entire world. Okay. They had no idea when they threw that brick that the whole world would change but it changed the entire world one action they set out on a fucking journey and they changed the world 
And that's exactly what the fool card is all about.、Mm-hmm. So it made sense to use that picture. But when you don't understand why you're doing something, and you're doing it merely for shock value, and then you're not presenting it appropriately to people, so that it's not even understandable, shame on you. I guess I'll just end it there. Shame on you. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. I think. Just so the next card we have the lovers. The <laughs> oh my god! No. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. So the next card we have the lovers. I am not a fan of the lovers in my deck. I don't、right. like. I don't like Yagreet and Jon Snow together. I think that guy was that bitch was cray. Like mine's pretty perfect. It's Aragorn and Arwen. And even if I don't like Arwen and Aragorn together because I wanted Eowyn to have him, it's pretty perfect. Because the lovers card is about a perfect couple. It's about a perfect love.、Mm-hmm. It's it's about new love, it's new, new exciting. Love. It's also、Or、bringing a strong sp- relationship. Exactly, and it can also represent the spark coming back in、yes. a, in a relationship where maybe you guys have been struggling. But if it's reversed, say it. Say it. Who is she? That's right. That's what he says every time. It is literally、uh, strife in a relationship,、yep. constant arguing. It can represent an affair, but people seem to have a mis- breakup. People seem to have a misconception that that's what that means every time in an affair or breakup. But really, it could just represent fighting all the time. Yep. It can、um, strife. Strife. I think you said that already. Yes, that's my favorite way to put it. When it's reversed, is strife in a relationship. I have to shuffle my cards because, like my、mm-hmm. my. Major Arcana are just all over, but Lover's Card is really fun. Yeah, I mean, if you don't hear the Lover's Card and know kind of what it's about right off the bat, the Lover's Card, I guarantee you, is pretty self-explanatory. It's one of the few cards like Death is not Death, which we'll get to in a future episode where we cover Major Arcana cards. But in in the Lover's case. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like self explanatory. And it is, I, is no, no. I think it no is arguative, arguative, arguably, arguably, arguably one of the、Flint、most,、does. if not the most, famous tarot card. Yeah, probably. I mean, really, the lovers is probably the most. I mean, if there's one more, like if if there's one that is just as famous, it might be the moon or something. The moon. I was thinking death. Because、yeah. people always are like in movies are like <gasps> the death card. You, my dear, you have the grim. Oh my god, the grim. Dude, I need me. I never could get into that fucking show. What show? The grim. Oh, grim. Grim.、Uh, yeah. Yeah, I never. I wasn't. I did、fan. like the the Sleepy Hollow show. I, well, and I was gonna say I did love、uh, Once Upon a Time. Like I loved that show. Did you ever watch Sleepy Hollow? I did not watch the、It、show. I liked、so、the movie. It is so good. You、I've、should definitely check out the show. Who's in the show? I have no idea.、Yeah. I I don't. But it, it's it's definitely a new take. Don't expect it to be anything because it's it's brand new. Okay. Um, but it's actually really it's pretty、oh, cool. The headless horseman, like the headless horseman,、so、is a red cloak. I'm sorry, a red coat from the Revolutionary War, and、uh, Ichabod Crane was fighting during the Revolutionary War,、mm-hmm. and he cut off the red coat's head. Right. Um,、okay. yeah. and、uh, it turns out that. It either turns out that the red coat is a demon, 
a man possessed by a demon or he gets resurrected as a demon. But he's after Ichabod because Ichabod is the one who had his... Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. I'm interested. And Ichabod's kind of cute as hell. Like he, That's why I asked. I won't lie. I love me some Johnny Depp Ichabod. He's cute. This new guy, he cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well... Thanks for sitting with us for a spell, Melissa. If you want to join her on Patreon, you can find us at Witches Talking Tarot. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. We are 10 away from our goal of 100. You guys are awesome. Yes, thank you. We are also on Instagram at Witches Talking Tarot, as well as Twitter at Classiest Witches. And, and Facebook at Witches Talking Tarot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sitting with us for a spell. Oh, and I guess since it's a tarot episode, real quick, I'll throw in our Gmail address in case you want mm. your own reading on our show. Hit us up at witchestalkingtarot at gmail.com. Yep. 